0: Hello everyone, Cult Leader N here. Just thought I'd make a quick little podcast. I'm really playing a great video game on the PS4 called Genshin Impact. If any listeners have that, check it out. Um, today I want to talk about finding oneself, finding myself. And I want to kind of think about how. How I look inward to myself and how I engage with myself in a way that's fulfilling so I don't have to look outside of myself um, for validation. So let's walk in. So, finding yourself, finding myself. So, I was just on stereo for a bit, and I was just, you know, kind of scrolling through. Um, And I find that I often go on stereo when I want to connect with others. But when I think about it more critically, I realize I just want to connect with myself. Because the people on the other end of that phone call, um, phone call, on that you know kind of podcast, aren't actually real. And what I mean by that is that I'm not with somebody. I'm sitting here playing my video game and talking out loud, and I'm alone. And I think that is me closer than I ever have been finding myself, because even though I'm still using others to connect with me and projecting on them and, you know, kind of thinking about what I need to think about, there's still someone with me to comfort me, almost like I can't comfort myself. So instead of bothering my close connections Um, and, you know, just asking them for comfort, which is totally valid, but, you know, I don't want to do anymore where I talk somebody's ear off for an hour and a half or two hours or three hours and just always am talking to myself. I want my connections to be about something more meaningful than that, like about a shared memory, a shared conversation that is about something greater than myself whether it's laughter or it's a serious conversation, something that isn't centering just me, it's centering the connection or the other person or me, but in a way that's grounded in the present. And I didn't do that before because I was using my friends and my connections as a tool to help me find myself and that didn't work. So stereo represents a movement towards finding myself a movement towards being able to sit with myself and to feel what I need to feel and process that. And still, stereo is bad because it's looking, it's me looking outside of myself for validation, for support, because I feel like I can't give it to myself. So while it's better, it's still... Uh, Maladaptive behavior. And you know, sometimes I wonder, is that bad? Is it bad to want to engage with people in that way. I don't think it is. Uh, you know, there's nothing inherently bad about the app. But I think there's just something bad about how I'm using it in this moment. Because, you know, even in that moment right there, if you're listening, I was going to black and white thinking. I was not I was forgetting that the app is bad for me. It's centering myself, it's bad for me. Not bad for other people. People are on there for all different reasons. I'm on there to fill a void um, that I should be filling myself. While it's a better behavior, it still is a distraction. And doing this podcast is a healthier behavior for me because it's, again, a step removed. But still, who am I talking to? I'm talking to you. You, nebulous you. I don't know if anyone's even going to listen to this but I'm talking to somebody, but it's still not myself. And that's why when I'm on this podcast, I try to say I and not say you, not say we, um, not say them. Because if I do, then I'm bringing someone else into the room, and I think I say this phrase a lot, like there's no one else here with me, I'm in my house alone, and I say that intentionally to remind myself that I'm alone yet I feel okay. I'm alone, yet I feel fulfilled. And even just sitting with that statement right there feels really good. Like this is me being healthier for myself. This is me loving myself. that's special, and it's also, again, me finding myself, because I use behaviors to avoid my truths, my internal experience, and as I do behaviors that help me sit alone, it forces me, no, I'm not going to say forces, It, it persuades me to do things I actually enjoy, not just do things because I'm trying to avoid something else, right? Not getting a special interest then being obsessed about my recent one is cryptocurrency, not doing that instead drawing or doing this podcast, or maybe in the future going on stereo or texting a friend and laughing or going on TikTok and like giggling my face off. there's something special about, you know, this work I'm doing currently. It feels more meaningful than anything I've done. And knowing myself or learning to know myself has given me more than I ever thought it would. And, you know, I think about how did I get here? How did I find myself? And I think before I always was looking for truth, an absolute truth, a yes or no, uh, black and white, but I found myself in the uncertainty. I found myself in a cloud of probability. That's not one thing, that in, not in one place, not at one time, but is sometimes I can be very much one thing, 99%, I'm going to be laughing, right? But there's 1% where I'm going to be just else. And if it's like 60%, I'm doing that thing and the 40%. But 60-40% is not like every time you roll the dice or flip a coin, it's going to be heads tails, heads, tails, heads, tails, heads, tails, until it equals 60-40. It could be tails, 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 tails heads. Unlikely but possible. And I think learning that has helped me immensely in order to find myself because I am not a monolith. I am complex. I struggle. I'm not perfect. And in these statements, I feared so much I found myself. I found myself in the places I didn't want to go. And that's how I found myself. But I realize now, that's not how everyone finds themselves. That's not everyone's story. It doesn't have to be, you know, just because someone else's story is, well, I found myself in others. Before I used to say, well, no, that's not how you find yourself. The reality is, that wasn't going to be how I found myself. I was going to find myself, like I am now, talking to myself, drawing, creating. I wasn't going to find myself Through the methods I was like, pursuing. It wasn't going to be through community. Because community isn't what I needed. I needed myself. And if anyone watches Big Mouth, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the season finale was iconic, incredible, timely, as always. And the season finale really underscored what I'm doing, and it's like, I'm going into myself and finding the child that didn't get the support they needed. Basically, he needed. And, you know, I think it's easy for me to want to hate that person for not saving me now. But that person, that young me, was there for there to survive, to make it to now. And now that I survived, my job is to comfort that child. And in that comforting, in that accepting, I'll find myself. Because no parts of me are bad. No parts of me are evil. I just am. And of course, there's things to work on. And not always is it the time to work on it. I I used to feel the need to rush and sprint and run to some goal. But really, what is the goal in life? I feel like the goal in life is nothing so specific. The goal in life isn't this one thing where it's like I have to find myself and then I'll arrive at some destination. That's never how it's been. Whenever I arrive somewhere, I just realize something different and it's a never-ending cycle of pushing and pushing and pushing until I, you know, like anybody would fall apart. And I'm tired of falling apart. I'm tired of having to Always be on, always be on the defensive, you know, never feeling safe. And it's just so fascinating for me in this moment, because I never thought I'd actually be here. I assumed that finding myself would feel more impressive would be bigger. But it's almost been disappointingly simple. It's like there are these, you know, fables, these anecdotes, these phrases that resonate with me so deeply now. And they're not complicated. It's not this heady theory. It's not this deep exploration. It very much is mundane. A phrase I've been liking is finding myself in the mundane. Because most stories leave out the trip from town to town. Leave out, you know, the airplane ride. Stories are not lives. They're condensed. They highlight the best, most exciting parts. But that's not really what life is, is it? Life is not the most exciting parts. Life is those parts and everything in between. And I often find myself at odds with that because that's shitty. I don't want to have to wait. I don't want to be patient. you kidding? I have no interest in that. But the reality is that is. And I either have to accept that, not have to, either I want to accept that or I don't. And not accepting that has caused me so much pain in my life. And I'm ready to accept that and find myself in that mundane aspect of life. Find myself in that part of life which says, Isn't it nice to just sit in color? Isn't it nice to go for a quiet walk? Isn't it nice to do this podcast? Isn't it nice to sit and play a video game? Isn't it nice? Just be here. And it is nice. is as I learn to love myself, it's fun to be with myself. Right? It's like I'm my own best friend. I can giggle to myself and like, you know, people think I'm crazy. Whatever. But you know, there's so much excitement in all of that. And I don't really need other people. But I can want to be with other people. I can want to include other people. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of it all, I'm gonna be with myself. And if I can't be with myself in the end, then I don't feel like I really lived. Because for me, this life is about, ultimately, me. I always say this, and it might be a little bit grim, but it's true. I think about when I'm in, like, laying in my deathbed and about to die. If I go in a deathbed, right? Or before the truck hits me, if I walk, if I, you know, actually get hit by a car. I want those last moments to be me with myself and feel found. And that moment to be a reflection of, wasn't that nice to be me? Wasn't it nice to live that life? To feel that would mean so much to me. And I think I'm now, I'm like a lot of times in my life, committed to really doing the work to have that. Because that feeling of being found by myself Is one that is inherently elusive, is ever changing, is not consistent. So that means I will have to do this work, not even work, I'll have to continuously find myself novel moments, see what. I'm reflecting outward and what's reflecting back to me. I kind of feel intimidated by that. I feel like what if that's too much of an order? But the only way I'll know is if I do it. The only, reason that, the only way I'll know is if I learn who I am and who I want to be. And I think, despite everything that's happened in my life, that I will. Finding myself involves trusting myself too, and I trust that I've been, I've had so much will and tenacity and boldness in my life, and that is a part of me, and that part of me I trust will carry me trying to go. Past and has me, the future and has me, and I have both of them. We're all working together to find ourselves. So in that way, I don't think I'm ever alone.